Welcome to the Transform Podcast. My name is Andrew Farhat. I am the lead pastor of St. John's Church and School in Denver, Colorado, right across the street from Wash Park. And in this podcast, what we do is we consider what it looks like to follow Jesus. We consider what it looks like uh, to be committed to a Christ-centered worldview and operate with that as our lifestyle. This podcast is for you if you are seeking what that might look like or if you have already committed your life to Jesus Christ. I would say go to the Psalms or the New Testament uh, because they are more suitable for devotional use. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. If you like to go to Deuteronomy or Leviticus, do your thing. But if you want to just make sure it's a slam dunk, (laughs) go to the Psalms or the New Testament. And I remember when I first became a believer, someone said, read a lot. But you know, I've kind of been doing this for over 20 years now. And I would disagree. I'm going to say this. Read a little bit, go slow, and meditate on one phrase, one verse, two verses. Something where you think it's like, this is the heart of this passage I'm reading. And meditate on it. And when I say meditate, I don't mean let your mind wander, but rather let your mind dwell, think about ponder, wonder about what Jesus or the apostles are telling you or the writer of the Psalms. And then I think that what there's a powerful thing that happens that is different than any other uh, piece of literature that I think you can take in where the word of God uh, does something uh, to us. And Daisy, you brought to the table today, Hebrews 4, verse 12. Can you read that? Mm -hmm. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Wow. So there's something different. Like, you know, when I grew up reading Ramona, like it didn't do that to me. (laughs) You know, so there's something here that is different. And I, I would say, and I've, I've, felt this way for a long time. I think devotionals and Christian books are great. I mean, those are great resources to have, but don't let that replace the reading of the Word of God, because I have personally just felt like they both impact me very differently. Those devotionals are good for understanding and for deepening your faith, but the Word of God just does something that's just more powerful in your life than those resources do. Right. And so a devotional can be a segue or a help, Mm -hmm. but not a substitute. Yeah. So I think that's good that you shared that. Um, And so, all right. And then I want to offer one other thing. And then um, I think we need to, you know, ask you your thoughts on this. Also, Daisy, is we did this before in one of our life groups back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, And... This can be done mentally or with a pen or however you want to jot it down. But it comes from Robbie Gallaty, who wrote the book Growing Up, How to Be a Disciple Who Makes Disciples. And he gives this great acronym called HEAR. H is highlight, E is explain, A is apply, and R 
is respond. So what you're doing mentally or with a pill, a pen rather, sorry, <laughs> is a hear journal entry. Um, and so yeah, pills probably wouldn't be good with devotionals. No. Right? <laughs> okay, so scratch that part. Uh, but hear journal entries, you highlight, explain, apply, respond. So you're, you're highlighting a verse. Okay, and then what, what did it mean in its original context? That's explain. Like what is Jesus or the apostles saying to uh, the group of people they're writing to or they're talking to? What did it mean to them at this time? And then apply is, all right, how do you bridge to our context into your own life in particular? And then, um, and then respond is, all right, what are you going to do about this now? Mm-hmm. How's it going to change your faith or your actions? And then you're, and so you could walk through that mentally or you can jot it down. Uh, but I think like this morning, uh, the apostles were arguing about who is the greatest. <laughs> So Jesus said, the, f- the first among you. So if you want to be the best, you need to be the last and be the servant of all. Because mm-hmm. they were thinking that the greatest meant like you were the most prominent because of your performance, probably. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, actually, it's not about your performance. It's about how much you humbly and sacrificially serve others. So... That's what he meant to them in in the first century. But then applying it to my own life, it's, I think pastors can get into, you know, especially American pastors. (laughs) I think we can become American. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how can we be great? You know, how can I be a great preacher? How can I be a great pastor? How can I be a great leader? Um, But see, Jesus wants us to think differently because that's a trap for pastors to get into that's not healthy. How can I serve my staff? How can I serve someone in my community that's going through cancer? How can I serve somebody else and pray for them and check on them or empower others to check on them? Um, How do I serve others? And there's no task too menial. Um, Daisy, what are your thoughts on any of this? Yeah, I feel like when we, we, did those here journal entries in the past what was so helpful was the intentionality behind it because I think with everything we have going on it's easy to read the Bible it's easy to pray and our thoughts start spinning who knows and so that just you really had to focus but it didn't take a long time it wasn't this overwhelming thing that oh I don't have time for just it you could do it in 10 minutes or less but it really helped you to focus on what you were doing, focus on that particular scripture and apply it to your life. And so I think the times that we have done that, it's been really beneficial. Absolutely. So what I hear you saying is like, it helps you. Cause like, let's say you just read in the Bible. That's great, mm-hmm. but it may not necessarily impact you in the same way if you have no application or response to it. Right, exactly. And we can all relate to any time we've read the Bible or anything where you read a paragraph and then you say, what in the world did I just read? You read it again and realize that you'd been spacing off again. You read it again and then you're like, whatever, and you move on. Like, this really Mm -hmm. helps you not to do that. Pastor PJ uh, quoted from Francis Chan uh, a couple weeks ago 
um, at St. John's where he said, you know, we are siblings in the body of Christ, but right now we're acting like people that just all go to the same movie and passively take it in. Hmm. Um, and so what we want to be careful of is that we don't just passively take in the scriptures too, but we live it out mm -hmm. as the body and the family of Jesus. So that's really good. All right. So scripture is how God talks to us. So he's speaking to us, but then prayer is how we respond. So prayer is how we talk back to him. Um, what would a good prayer time look like, Daisy? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's helpful after reading scripture just to reflect back to God. And part of that here journal, the response part, when I did that, it was usually a prayer. And that mm. was my response. That's good. And so that's the way to incorporate that here journal into your prayer time. But, um, I mean, we're, we're very good at the supplication part of prayer, asking the Lord for things. Mm -hmm. But I think prayer also is a time of being in the Lord's presence and um, seeking his will, reflecting on his character, reflecting on what you've read in scripture. Um, mm -hmm. It's all of that together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very good. Very helpful. I love how you tied it in to the response. So your response isn't necessarily, I'm going to do this, but it could be, God, help me to do this. Yeah. Because <laughs> <You know>, like, <laughs> we, sure. we need help, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to give this acronym that uh, I made up, and I feel like it's really simple. Sometimes we get acronyms that are too long, and we don't know how to actually keep them going. <laughs> but I think this one's sim is simple, and you could actually do it. It's called TIG, Thanksgiving, Intercession, and Growth. So what are you thankful for? Pray and tell the Lord that. Intercession is just a prayer for somebody else. Tell the Lord that. Growth is prayers that have to do with you. Prayers that have to do with something that's troubling you, something that you want to work on, something that you need healing with, um, an area of growth. And so I would not encourage you with that. Um, as you respond to God, you can tie it into what you've read, but then also you can do the TIG, Thanksgiving, intercession, and growth. And then I think it's powerful to see how God is working through that, how he's answering prayers, how some things, man, they just get taken off the list because God's healed you from it. God's answered in a way that is like, wow, he's worked in, there, in this, um, and that is good. Um, so, uh, this can all be on a piece of paper where you have a, uh, a list of thanksgivings, a list of areas of growth, a list of intercessions. That's how I roll, or I just mix it up. Sometimes I don't want to look at my list because it gets too uh, rote, and I want to just speak from my heart. But that generally speaking, those three categories come up. Um, and so what are your thoughts, Daisy? I, I mean, I guess I just want to add too, though, like prayer being a part of quiet time is important, but I think we also make a mistake when we confine it to a quiet time. I think we can say, oh, I didn't have my quiet time today. Bummer. Missed it. The end. Um, but I think prayer as a part of your lifestyle, um, it, that should be a part of what you do too. And that can be um, just as impactful, just praying throughout the day. And I would say um, 
some of my sweetest times with the Lord have been not during a quiet time, but just when I've been going through something difficult and I've just been in prayer all day, every day for days or weeks about whatever's going on. And um, I think that um, it can just form this connection with the Lord. That's really special. And um, Ephesians 6.18 says, um, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. And I really just see that as just a lifestyle of prayer, that it's not just confined to, I have to have a quiet time or else I missed it. But how can I be prayerful throughout the day? Um, driving, I've found, is a really good time for me when my children aren't talking to me. So usually when I'm in the car by myself, that's when um, I've had some really great prayer times. That's really well said. So this is, um, it's kind of like a springboard, you know? Um, It's a great way to get a boost and fill your tank, but you can pray at all times in the spirit. You can talk to the Lord whenever. And so I love what you said about lifestyle, because this is a lot about making the event, Mm -hmm. but what about the lifestyle? And so... It's a both and, not an either or. It's all of the above. And we hope that uh, this encourages you as followers of Christ. We hope that it blesses you as you seek to grow as a disciple of Christ. And we believe that the word of God will fill you and encourage you and guide you in whatever situation that you are in. And so uh, we want to and also invite you. If you would like to subscribe to our podcast, if, you've, if you like what you've heard today, we want to encourage you to um, hear more uh, so that we can bless you. And then if there's anyone that you feel like, man, this could really help them uh, in their walk with the Lord, we want to encourage you to share it uh, so that the word of God is spread and it reaches more people's ears and hearts. Uh, we will see you next time and take care.